On this episode, we are joined by San Antonio entertainer and our dearest friend, Dencha La Jefa. Listen in as we laugh, bring out the camaraderie, and dive deep into the life of one of San Antonio's most loved drag queens. All of this and so much more on this episode of Drinks, Tea, and Everything in Between. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Drinks, Tea, and Everything in Between. My name is Aaron. And I'm Christian. And on today's episode, we have all the way from San Antonio, Texas, Tencha La Jefa. Uh, the Tencha La Jefa is, the <laughs> is joining us today. Welcome back, everyone. We're so excited that you're here for another episode. Um, now, we do have an, a wonderful guest joining us today. It is Tencha, as we said already. Um, if those of you who don't know her, an amazing drag queen in San Antonio. Um, kind of a good story and a wonderful story that we have to share with her. And I don't want to get too much in that. But what I do want to share is this episode does have some technical difficulties, which uh, involves uh, we're learning, we're growing. This is something very new for Christian and I. And so we just want to say that while you're listening to it, it's not going to sound the best um, in different of of you he listening either in your car or your headphones might sound differently but if it doesn't sound the best that is why so we're just gonna give you that uh, kind of forewarning that it doesn't sound the best this episode <laughs> and and you know what we're growing and we're learning and sometimes you just have to learn from those fails you're still able to understand what's going on and hear it but some we might sound like aliens or in a cave i mean we okay. were aliens in drag for a couple of years I mean, it's true. Araya and Sephora Adams. It's 51. It's not, 51. Not the government last name. Not the gut. <laughs> Nobody needs to know. I, well, I didn't have a last name, so I was just 51. Just 51. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we but promise, yes. guys, like we are really trying to work hard on it. And next time we're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. We figured out what most likely the problem is. And that's OK. We're going to do better next time. But are you ready to get the show on the road, Christian? I am ready. Are you? I am ready. Without further ado, episode 13 of Drinks, Tea, and Everything in Between starts now. No matter what. All right, we have a jam-packed show. Let's go ahead and get started. We don't want to waste any time here. We have an amazing guest. Christian, how will you bring her in? Please welcome to the stage, all the way from San Antonio, Texas, Tencha La Jefa. Woo! <laughs> Yes, thank you, Tencha. Thank you so much for being so patient with those technical difficulties. Oh, no problem. I'm under the care checks. I'm good. There's a check, right? Yes, it's coming. Yes, it's that beer that you have in front of you. Speaking of Tencha, what are you drinking today? I don't know, it's a little bit of salt and wine. Ooh, so sweet. Very fancy. Aaron, what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking a Michelob Ultra. Um, mind you, mind, we're all drinking large cans. Yeah. yeah. And, and sister, go ahead. I'm having a Tecate original. It's so delicious and refreshing. Mm. You, oh, yes. Cheers. Cheers to this. Cheers. All right. I just realized. All of the colors combined is a Mexican flag. Oh, there you go. It, oh my gosh, look at that. That's the essence of San Antonio. Right. Hispanic culture. We can't think about them too. Getting ready for fiesta. Yes. <laughs> well, Vincha, uh, we're so excited that you're here. We have um, a bunch of questions that we would like to go through. We're not going to go through all of them, of course. And 
Let's get started. What do you, what do you want to start off with? Sure. Um, I think one of the first questions that um, we have here is, Dencha, how did you come up with the name Dencha La Jefa? Oh, my God. Let's take it in two parts. But oh, okay. okay. Sure. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, like, I, I first had an original name. Okay. But, like, when I started doing comedy, I decided to make it a little funny. So, when I was growing up in Orlando, there was a lady at my aunt's house. She always had rollers in her head, and her name was Dencha. And I thought that was funny. Like, like, wait, 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 and then, like, two weeks later, I just decided to join Facebook and then asked for a freaking ass name. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, I don't have one. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, Facebook. So I'm like, uh, so I tried doing that one. So I'm like, oh, I'll be like, I have one. So I put my added, let me in. So that's how it came. Yes. All thanks to Facebook. <laughs> yeah, you need to get some uh, fucking what is it reimbursement on this shit for creating such a wonderful name and a presence that is all known over San Antonio. We'll get to that a little bit later. But that's Now is Dencha like a nickname for Hortensia? Yes, I love that. I didn't know that. So are you Hortensia La Jefa? Oh, well, that's, that's my government. <laughs> <laughs> if they come for you, you say Hortensia. No. No. I'm Lupe. So that makes sense. That's where you get the rollers in your wigs. Yes. I love that. That's why I started doing it because I heard this lady. And does she know you do that? No. She doesn't? I was a little kid. My hands don't live there no more. So, man. That well, is... If you're listening, hi. <laughs> <laughs> All the way back to San Antonio. Copy my name. <laughs> In my hair. <laughs> All right, so now we know who Thin Chalahefa is and how, like, when, first, how did, when did you start doing drag? Originally or Thin um, originally, originally, when did you start performing? I started doing drag in okay. when I was, like, probably, like, 19 years old. Oh wow! So okay. I did a new baker, sweet love, and I call myself um, Tony for that prom back in the day. Tony, Tony, yeah, just Tony, just Tony, oh, Tony Stark, Tony, Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> so I did drag for a while. Like I can San Antonio, I did it a couple of times, and I was like, like, nah, it's not for me. So then I started backup dancing for all the queens. That's right. Yeah. So, so I was a choreographer to the stars. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what I look like, y'all. Yes, yes, bitches, I can do splits. And stuff like that. But then I joined a fundraising group, and we decided to do a switch thing where the drag queens did boys, and the boys did drag. Gotcha, gotcha. Switch, And my sister had dressed up like rollers and a mint mask for Halloween. And the show was in November. So, so I decided, hey, let me, me do that because I don't want to shave and paint. So I, I did that as a choke. Mm-hmm. And people saw me and they're like, hey, can you do it again? Can you do it again? Can you do it again? So that was probably like, oh gosh, like 24, 
five years ago. Oh my gosh, you weren't even born. No. No, not my twelve year Not my twelve year So yeah, so that and somebody uh the the old saint stops on and they go, Hey, King Hero shows. Sure. And I'll get paid. 50 bucks. Like, <gasps> oh, he comes. Yeah, that's the big one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember those. Yeah. So, and I'll do free a lot and stuff like that. So, yeah. And that's, that's how I started doing drag. And, and when, when did Tensha come in the photo? photo? What do you mean? Like, when, when did she start performing like, as Tensha? Oh, since then. Since then. Since okay. then. okay. I only did comedy. I had only two outfits. I, believe it or not, Erica Andrews taught me how to paint my eyes. Because I, I did not know how, how and, and we were neighbors. Okay. So, and so I went to her house, can you help me? She okay. So she did one eye, did the other one, and stuff like that. And that's, she taught me how to do that. Wow. And that's why I want to be more like Divine Maker. Right. So she's like, okay, okay. And she taught me how to do that. So I, I guess I'm an Andrews. I was about to say, Tension de Jefa, Andrews. <laughs> yes. I'm going to get paid more. Okay. <laughs> Greg, if you're listening, we need $10,000 more paycheck. Andrew's name. Yeah. Specifically from Erica. Same, same, same. That's, that's crazy. And I, I can see like a like an Andrews resemblance in the eye now that I picture what Tension looks like. Of course. So. <laughs> okay, well, let's keep going on. Um, uh, so when did you, so first of all, we talked about RLE when in our juniors episode um, a while back. And so we'll ask Dencha because if no one really knows this, Dencha is the host of Ray Lopez Entertainment. Um, all of his shows, not if not all of them. The main ones. The main ones where we have RuPaul's Drag Race Girls come and that's where uh, Sephora and I had, Christian and I had been uh, working before, but when did you become a part of RLE? So let me start to make this brief. Uh, I was working at the, uh, the Saint, the new Saint, mm -hmm. on Sunday. That's your Shady Lady shows and stuff like that. Ah, okay. And uh, one, one of the managers, managers I'm going to say his name, Randy. Randy. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing great, but then he said I didn't connect to the young crowd. Okay, okay. So I decided to take a break for two weeks. And Ray was already working at the Silver Dollar. Right. right. That was when he was, yes. Okay, okay. And he would get his haircut with a guy at the salon that I was working with. And we would say, I mean, I saw him and we were like, hey, you know, whatever. So, I, Poor Joel, Poor I really thought Ray was a snob. So, <laughs> really? I did too. I did too. I did too. Yes. I did too. So then we were at a, some show that I went to, and then he goes, hey, my boyfriend loves you. Can you perform for his birthday? I'm like, sure, okay. So I performed and stuff like that. And I went up to Richard and said, oh, thank you for giving me. He's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I go, Ray said, oh, I didn't even know you were. <laughs> so then Ray went to one of our shows and he said, hey, I'm looking for MC. And uh, I tried out. Jim McCall tried out. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, wow. tried out. And, and that's when he just moved to the scene. And I had just taken my two-week break. So then, after a while, he, I, did, I posted a show for him, and he's like, hey, I want to hire you as my host. I'm like, okay, cool. And then we had a meeting the next day, and I showed up with him. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? And Randy goes, hey, what are you doing here? I'm like, I work for him now. And <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it. And I, 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 I can actually say it, and I'm going to say it. 
thanks to Ray, my, my career actually built up even more and more. Absolutely. And, and then I really connected with, with not the younger with everybody else. else. Right. You know? Yeah, but it's funny that that was the path that someone judged you basing like your performance and talent, not connecting with the younger people. When nowadays the shows that you are hosting, you are connecting with hundreds of younger LGBTQ plus people and straight people that come out to our shows and and see what talent. San Antonio Dragons, so, so it's really cool. cool. Oh, that's that's kind, of, kind of turned around. I recorded this area. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, let's see. You've been voted best drag queen of San Antonio for a few years now, right? Like, right, 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 right. Wait, six, and fucking Ada Box beat me. And then, and then I, I want to get a flat. So, yeah. why? Hi, Ada. <laughs> I love you. So, <laughs> why do you think you were voted so many times the best San Antonio drag queen? You know, there's a lot of people that have told me, like, especially some of the queens, like, you're not the best one in San Antonio. Like the older queens or like the new ones? No, no, some of the older and the new queens. Oh, wow. You're not the best one. It doesn't matter. You know what? I might not be the best one, but I'm one of the most liked ones. Completely. Absolutely. And memorable. Thank you. Yeah. And that's why I know a lot of people. I've been around all this time, like 100 years. And so I think that's why people connect. Yeah. Because everybody has a tia tensha. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm going to be there. And her name might be Pancha or something. Oh, my God. drunk and, like, let it roll. It's like you're like, I connect with a lot of people and families because of the way my company look. Right. You're so. Yeah, I'm not be the best in San Antonio, and I know I'm not, because we have a great talent here, amazing talent here in San Antonio. But I'm one of the most liked ones. Thank God for that. So yeah, um, it doesn't it doesn't even have to be like the best striking because it, I don't think there's any the best. Everyone's so good at their own unique uh, aspect of what drag is and the illusion of of human illusion. But yeah, you you just connect with so many people, and and the way you hold yourself and your professionalism really shows to the audience. And shit, when we did shows there, anytime like you announce yourself or. Uh, you would be announced, the crowd goes wild. It could be 30 people, it could be over 100, right? So, yeah, it definitely is shown. That's very true. There's a lot of drag. There's dancing queens. There's, like, you know, the pretty queens. And then there's the glamour queens. And then there's the bearded queens. And now there's all types of drag. And that's amazing because we all want to be the same. But you do realize you played that, you had such a big part in letting everybody be accepted because before you it was only like pageant girls you know what i mean oh my god in the beginning people especially some pageant queens who see me and they're like you're making fun of us you're were mocking what are doing yes exactly oh no but then i'll be like bitch i'm about to drink once you see me perform and then they will see me perform and they're like okay i got it okay you're not making fun of us you're making fun of yourself right right and then they got it and the bitch but I say sure. But a lot of people back then, especially you know, twenty some years ago, they're like, "You're you're a joke, you're an embarrassment," and they're saying whatever. I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm my own joke." Yeah. And and people come and laugh. You know, my my role was shady lady, so she came out like she didn't do nothing to stand there. She was amazing, and so I said, "Let me do a little bit of that," but I didn't want to be shady lady. I wanted to be my own. Different. different. I, like, like she, she wouldn't even tell me, try, try doing this, or try doing that, or do a, come, come over props. props. That's when I would come over props and stuff like that, because she told me, 
bring bring little, little things that are going to make you you. It's like, okay. And that's, that's how I started. started. Mm-hmm. Right. And you, you did, did the right foot. What is the right foot? Oh, my God, yes. I was supposed to have one for George's show. And it came in yesterday. Oh, no. It was in a box of everything. Next time, next time. Who's next? Who's coming next? Andrea is going to have some rifle toy. Yeah. If it's going to be packed. Maybe they'll learn how to get out of your way that's so true i, I feel like we can relate to that because when our magazine cover came out oh there was yes. a lot of people talking shit about it especially the older queens saying that we didn't deserve it and that we shouldn't have been called like the new generation of drag and do you remember all that backlash yeah it was a lot of backlash that was kind of given in a general aspect like on social media it was like it was directed towards us clearly because they would comment on on the actual photo yeah so it was pretty big now i don't let anyone like anyone's uh opinions or judgments like bother me and i don't think any of us did as being the juniors and a part of our ali so it's just it's silly that everyone has a freaking opinion out there but that was the, the, the new, new generation, generation of drag, drag. and yeah, we're yeah, literally, we're a part of it. Yeah, it wasn't like old school drag, but yeah, yeah they would have old queens, but it's a new generation of drag, and they, they picked you for a reason mm-hmm. because y'all were doing, doing something that nobody else was doing, right. And then that's, that's why, why it came boom. boom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like if you look at our cover, we got handed articles of clothing to create a masterpiece. And I feel like if it was um, a lot of our uh, drag queen performers that have been here for many, many years in San Antonio, they would still be wearing their garments, their dresses, their pageantry gowns that they are known for, even if uh, like a director, a photographer is like, you need to wear this for this aspect. Like if, we, we are um, taking in something else and portraying it on the, in this photo. So, so mm-hmm. it, it, it wouldn't be the new generation of drag if we didn't allow that to happen. Right. How did you feel about the juniors joining Ray Lopez Entertainment? Oh, I hated it. Really? Especially with the other one, China. We don't know her. No, it was freaking amazing. It was something to like look forward to, to add a little bit of difference, have a variety to our show. I think that's why we have all of us because all of us are different and stuff like that. And then we were doing a normal, regular dress show. And then when you came around, you have production members and choreography. And sometimes, you know, so far it was a lot off. She was having a rough night. I was, I was happy to be there. <laughs> but it was, it was great. You had a variety in the top of show yeah. that nobody else had. Right, so, right, right, right. And doing productions numbers are really hard. Yeah, we've been trying, me, uh, the older queens have been trying. We call it, what the hell is it? I forgot. See, was it in the seniors or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about this. You know how, how hard it is to just to get together with that schedule? Yeah. And then the choreography, and then they, they can't move because they got the practice. Like, like, yeah, we would do it like right after we all got off from work, yeah. like at 10 p.m. But they would, they would drive out to China Grove, Texas, to my house. Uh, and I mean, they weren't necessarily far from me, but like they would get together. She would drive to China, China would drive to my house with her, and we would rehearse. But at the time, it was like 11 p.m. Then we would 
and trying to, trying to get, get together, together and find the motivation to get up and start doing yeah. the choreography. Yes, yes, because all of it was from scratch. Like we, we might get uh, inspiration from different videos and, and watching uh, previous performances by like mine, like mine. <laughs> like watching then jazz. Oh, jacked up. That is my favorite performance you have ever done. <laughs> There's a lot of songs that that the artists that you do like that covers those funny remakes. Yeah, I always listen, hear those songs, and immediately just things. I just think of you because that's how I. I don't listen to that music, so that's what I know. You're like, oh, I want to listen to that mix. Yes, yeah. My favorite one is the Don't Está El Baño. Well, keeping on the topic of the juniors, um, what was your first impression of Araya and Sephora as well as China? Fucking bitches. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Fucking young bitches. Fucking young bitches. That's why she had a different dressing room from us. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I guess I have to have China with my dressing room. A breath of fresh air. That's what I say. Uh -huh. You know, like I say, you brought something of joy to everybody. And that's why we do this. You know, that's why we perform. Right. Like, like I said, one, one interview, interview like, like if, if I can, can make people happy and forget about the problem for four or five minutes, minutes mm -hmm. we're done. Yeah. yeah, especially with things going on right now with everything and yeah. stuff like that. If, if they can get away and just, just have a good time, time and stuff like that. that. We're done. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you did your job. You entertained them. Yeah. You gave them a show yeah. for sure. And, and, and that's, that's nice to hear from us because, like, we were um watching our videos because most of them were recorded, um except a couple, and we would I would watch them and I was just laughing like we. It was silly. Like, our point was to make people laugh and give them and entertain them. And, like, messing up, we would find our mess-ups and we just I would laugh about it. And it's funny to always reminisce and go back to all those videos because they're so silly. And we thought, like, we were hot shit. We thought we were... Oh, we knew we were the ones. We knew we were the ones. Oh, my God. That's one thing with me, too. I watch the videos and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. What are you doing? It's us! And I'm like, hey, girl, yeah. You look at it, I'm like, it's stupid. Look, on stage, you're living your fantasy. You think you're doing the best job. And then you see a video, you're like, oh. Oh, I did that? Why do I hold my head like this? It's bad. It's bad. There's one that you're um you're like, all right, we have new skinny bitches. Do you think they're gonna try to take my job? And everyone's like, yeah, that's funny. So how is it being at the bottom now compared to the heat? Do you do you actually miss performing at the heat? I do because of the people that work there, right, and stuff like that. And the, the heat was great for what then, but now that it's grown and RuPaul's Drag Race is even more bigger. So, so the bottom has the space, space for it. Absolutely. So now more people can go. We're not next to each other, you know. People and stuff like that. There's a little bit more room. And, and it's, it's great. great. It's, it's working, working fantastic. Yeah, because I remember doing like Valentina, like people were like up to the back um bar. Because it was so packed. And I remember Ray had to go to the TV so people could see it. Yeah. Yes. I mean, even like, uh I remember... Being, being at Bianca's, Bianca's show, and it was jam-packed. Jam I was all the way in the back by the bar. bar. Like, people were in front of me. I was in drag that night because I had, hadn't really... I didn't think I started performing then, so I was just, like, going out and just exploring and 
That, that was a nightmare. nightmare. So, it's hot. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I have an important question that I want to ask you about that. This is just a rumor, but we want to get a clarification on it. Okay. Is it true that Gia Gun kicked all the girls out of the dressing room except you and Bianca and made all of them go to a different um, dressing room? Maybe I wasn't there. Oh, oh, you weren't. I mean, I, mean, I was, was there. there. Oh, you were hosting. Right, 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 right. right. I'm on so I didn't hear or remember any of that. So, so if someone said that, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so you can neither confirm nor deny. No, all I remember is her. She was. Like, no, she was pretty in the back, and she, all she said was like, "I'm looking for the for the man dying to trans." Oh, oh my God. God! We have a lot of those here. I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to San Antonio, where candy tasters are everywhere. <laughs> so I don't, I don't remember that. So yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> no answer to that one. That's okay. That's okay. Um, on the topic of RuPaul's Drag Race Girls, working with us here in San Antonio, Texas, um, by all of them that you've worked with, do you have a favorite that you just like either they're a really good entertainer, that you've had a wonderful time in the back with them? Uh, go ahead. Everybody's fantastic. There's been a couple that have been around. Yeah. But um, I think Bianca, even before she won, she was here. And we got to hang out for like two, three days. Oh, wow. wow. So, so we picked up, we went to lunch, we went shopping, we were talking and stuff like that. And she was great. And then the times that I've seen her and stuff like that, she's like, hey, how are you doing? And how's this? And I don't know, shit, you remember that? You know, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So the few times that I met her again, and then she's like, all right, you fucking got engaged. Yeah. <laughs> I can just marry you. <laughs> <laughs> super happy, super happy. So I'll say Bianca. Bianca. I definitely have to agree because I. I, kind of, I, I say took, took care of them when they were here for Rocky Horror, and, and I was driving her and Courtney around a lot before they had gotten the truck, um, in which Michelle was driving all the time once they acquired that. So I like uh, took Bianca to go to the post office, and we got lunch at this like vegan place up by the airport, and we, did, we talked about a whole bunch like life. It was like right after she won, she is booked and blessed. And, and she's, she's doing Rocky Horror on the weekends and then booking, going all over the United States during the week. And she's just like being a human, like she's exhausted. She's this. And, and we just had a lovely conversation. So I agree that she is one of the best girls I've ever met and worked with because she's so humble and like yeah. professional. And professional. Like, and not to discredit Michelle and Courtney and all the others that I've worked with too, like they're all very professional, especially Michelle Visage. But like just to talk to them as people, it kind of creates a whole never light for them. So when, when I, I see people who are fans, I'm like, they're humans. Like, I, I get it, I get it. But being on the other end of You used to be those fans. I used to, and I used to, I used to. So like, now that I'm like, okay, I see that and I can, I experience the aspect of these uh, entertainers, these celebrities that are coming in to a whole bunch of fandom. I'm like, okay, okay now, now, now I, I knew I was annoying because, because like, we, we would go to Austin all the time, right? And go see these girls drive out there for an hour and a half and stay out there all night long and drive back in the morning. And we're like, we have to get angry. Like, we have to get up there first. We have to do this. We have to buy merch. And it's like, ooh. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have one that you really like? Um, I think definitely either Kim Chi or Alyssa. I, that was the first junior show that we did. And my lace was lifting. 
And I think you had an absence and the music was playing. And she was like, wait, come here. And I'm like, wait, what happened? She's like, your lace is lifting. She gets her glue, starts gluing my lace. And she's like, fuck, I don't have a paper towel. She's like, fuck, I'll use my gloves. She grabs, she grabs her gloves and starts dabbing the glue on my, on my lace. Yeah, and Alyssa, I, I didn't have a, because we did Mean Girls, and I didn't have a Santa hat. I'd forgotten mine. And then she was wearing one for her number. And, and I was like, I don't know. She's like, you don't have one? She's like, here's mine. It gives me her Santa hat to wear. And then I give it right back and she went on with it too. And I'm like, and she also donated all her tips to all of all of us. Do you remember that? I didn't get any. I thought it was for um something bad happened. No, no, no. And this like give them to us. So did Katya. And so did someone else. The, the ones that didn't need it. Because yeah. yeah. we did suicides. We did drag suicides. We, oh, yeah. We yeah. also donated that. Yeah. Yes. No, but her own personal tips, she donated them to us. Yeah, there's been a lot of great people. The little things that they were us. Yeah. They were us. They were on TV, so. They got the golden ticket. Yeah. And let's face it, that's all it takes just for you to get that golden ticket. You just need to be on there a couple of episodes and then, yeah. And then do something about it. Right. Exactly, because you have those girls who were on there and they're quick drag or they just fall the face of the earth and. Like, like you, you don't, don't hear about them anymore. They're not on social media, media. and so like you, if you, you want to be it, you have, have to continue that life. But if not, I mean, get it. But it doesn't mean you have to live the RuPaul's Drag Race fantasy. I mean, live it just a while. Chill wow. season two. two. Yeah, two. and she's still everywhere. I go to a gay party in California. There she is. You know, I went to one there. There she is. You know, she's all over She's still getting booked everywhere. She's still doing her thing. Yeah, that's amazing. And she's a sweet. She was our um when we did out the heart. We just talked about that. That it was her and Jocelyn Fox. Um, sweet humans, very sweet girls. So like, there is so many to not like just only pick one to be to be honest. But yeah, yeah, there's some. And then some you're like, I don't want to work with you again. But, but speaking, speaking of, of Drag Race, Tinta, have you auditioned for Drag Race? Times. Four, Four times. Four times? Mm -hmm. How was that? It was cool. Uh, lots of times it was just uh, Roland and Marie helping out a lot. Uh -huh. They would come in. They would, we would record here, outside. We would go do whatever. And then one of my clients is husband. <laughs> well, that's what we did when China had a... Had, like, and one of my clients husband, he's an editor. And so he did it for me and sent it in. And I think... Tony or somebody told me, if you go on this website, you can check how many times. Oh, on Vimeo. Right. And they, they, they checked it and stuff. And then, and then one, one time she clicked on one and said, oh my God, I've seen yours this many times. times. That, that means that they're looking at it and stuff like that. So then I I stopped. I'm like, come on, I'm done. You you stopped completely. Yeah, I'm like trying. I'm done. You know, and stuff like that. But then when Michelle and them were here. Yes. Oh, for Rocky Moore. Yeah, we were talking and stuff. And I said, I know I ask you this all the time. I said, so what does it take? And she goes, they know who you are. She goes, they just want to see more of a variety. I was like, okay. I thought it was her third time. And then the fourth time I did it. And then after Michelle told her that. And we had a different, I did do that show one time. And then I did different looks and stuff like that. And then she wrote a whole thing. <laughs> different hair, different face, like all the whole gig. Different sized titties, all the time. <laughs> so, you know, but then also, like, not getting this moment, like, I have my career, I have my husband, I have a house, and everything great. So if I get on there 
I can't can do my career anymore, so, so I'm going to lose all that. that. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then yeah, yeah, I'll be on tour for a couple of years and stuff like that. And then when your variety goes down or whatever, I I have to get all my clients back. So I have to look at that aspect too. If I go here, I'm going to get at this. If I, you know, if, if I, I travel, travel, I don't get to see my husband that much. You know, which right, 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 right. Would, Would you still audition, audition or you're, you're completely done? Um, if I lose weight and stretch a little bit. Lose weight? You look great. No. No, actually, Ben's like, Ben's like, are you going to, Ben's my husband. Like, are you going to try one more time? I'm like, dude, I'd help you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let me lose a little bit of weight in the stretch out and maybe we could do it more. Love, Love it. I think you should. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, last time, go big or go home. Yeah. Speaking about um, Rocky Horror and Drag Race, um, you were also the chronologist in Rocky Horror, yes. right? Uh-huh. How was that? It was awesome. Yeah? yeah. It was so cool. Was it with Ginger or was it with Latrice? Latrice. Latrice, uh-huh. Oh my gosh, I had so many lines and stuff. It was it was, it was fun. Uh-huh. It was fun. Because you did, how many times have you done Rocky Horror in San Antonio? I feel like you've done it a couple times. Oh, no, times. no. no? Uh, twice. Twice. What was the first one? The one was Ginger, and uh-huh. I was one of the dancers. Yes, yes. Okay, that's what I remember. Like one line, when I threw her the shirt, and she called me something, and I called her a fucking bitch, and I walked away. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and everyone was like, yeah! I was like, I remember doing Sweet Turn Best. I go, I remember that. Okay, because I was like, I swore I was still here doing one Rocky and you were there. Okay, so it was with Ginger, yeah. But before, I used to be like, be the. The, the one that brought everybody out. Yes, you were like the the host, like the preacher. Yeah, the preacher. Yeah, the preacher. We're going to do the game and the version. Yes. I did that. Yes, because Greg would always book you. Yes. Rest in peace. Yes. But he would always he would always bring you up and book you for that. Yeah, that's right. So the near Erica. Yes. Would you like to do another like theatrical production? Oh, I would love to. Yeah, what would you want to do? If someone's listening, I think I wanted to try for out for Ursula. Yeah. Oh, same. Greg told me like it doesn't matter. Yes. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I remember he told me, and I was gonna try out. But that's something Greg would say because Greg knows he knew what good talent was when he looked at someone. And he was such a good director that he, and he just artist in general, that he would just look at someone and he's like, just do this. And like he would do He didn't cast me. <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, it was. He knew better. But when he, when he did find someone, he was like, this is what I need. He would just give you a little bit of, but he would want you to really create that character. Or some directors are like, you have to do it exactly how I envision the show. And so that's right. Ursula doesn't need to sing. She needs to be evil and, and conniving. And, and that's something that a talented artist, like this one. Typecasting. <laughs> I'll take it. I would love to do one. I don't know what, but I want to train things. So. Yeah, 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 for sure. Out of all of the um, now early girls, uh, how many are there? No. Oh, gosh, we're eight. Eight? Yeah, because yeah, you, you have a boy, right, right for the first yeah. time yeah. ever. That's right. We were trying to win an hour talking about this. It's really good. Good, yeah. Because it's, it's a new light. It's always been drag queens, right? And this is this is. A man, man, right? Not he's a cisgender man. Cis, okay, cisgender man. And that's where he's a drag queen, a drag king, right? Oh well, Hansen is trans, right? So, but does drag. But does drag. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, because like he doesn't do um 
Dry King anymore? He used to. Yeah, he has that lately. Oh, okay. So now he's just doing drag. No, he did it one time. We had a show thing. The Shit's Creek guy. Oh, David. Yeah. Yeah. He came out as David. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was neat. Yeah, because the thing that I saw so all of you guys was right for before Battle of Editions. Uh-huh. It, it was the review. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, oh, oh wow, everyone's pretty great. great. <laughs> the review. The review. The review. Yeah, I do. I do remember that. Uh, well, um, do we? I think we're out of questions. Do you have any off the top of your head for her? Are we, are you sure we're out? I thought we did too, but we just kept asking. Okay. I'll cut this all out. Let me ask y'all this. Yeah, uh-huh. I said, who do you, uh, from the older queens, like, who do y'all remember that inspired you guys? Oh, I'm looking right at her. Oh, <laughs> Araya. This has done take She's going yeah, to the, from the start, like when Jen and I would go to the to the saint. She was obsessed with Nalea, yeah. and, and I was obsessed with you. And, and I would, would always joke that when we would start to meet drag, we we're gonna look like you guys. Oh, it was so crazy. And the fact that like we became really good friends with working for Ray Lopez. And, and then, then you, you took me, like, under your wing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's, it's one, one of the, the biggest blessings that I can remember from, like, doing drag. And I'm really thankful for that. I oh, appreciate that. Yeah. And Aaron? Then, um, that's a really good question. question. I... Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, so the first... Oh, gosh, I still remember this to this day. We were, I was at a web party. I did a web party years ago. I was... I think it was a 21 up event. I think it was 18. So I was minor, but it was 21 and up event. And I was dancing with a, a group of people. And um, I hadn't started doing drag yet, but the only drag performer that they had in the show was, was Tony. And so I remember, yes. No, mind you, I, it is freezing outside. I was in my underwear, 18 years old. My parents are there supporting me. <laughs> They're like, what is it? Yeah, it was really cool. And um, I'm sitting there shivering. I'm like, Sick as a freaking dog, dog, but I'm like, I'm gonna say this is really cool. See Tony perform, I don't remember the freaking song. Um, and no, it was uh, I took my heart and me that one. I don't, I think it's like I think it's like a, a collab. I can tell you about it later if I, if I remember, but um, like just looking at that, I was like, okay, this is something that I, I think I might want to do. And I knew of Drag Race already, I'd already watched like season one with my mom. and. Um, new China was coming up and, and growing as an artist, as a drag artist. And I think just her doing it kind of gave me that kick to want to start. And then seeing the talent overall in San Antonio and how it was so diverse. And it is still very diverse and it has grown in diversity since then. And that's kind of given me my inspiration that I could create my own aspect. Now, I don't think that Araya was anything fancy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she was just a, like a beautiful girl, girl in a way and um beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but but i don't i don't think that it was a one person in per se right it was a lot of different things so the san antonio talent it was and i would a lot of it was from from ray's girls like yeah. like Nalea and i don't know if Nalea was with ray yeah. uh, so she was from the giggle i'm reading okay and i remember seeing emmerich's uh 
China would talk about Emory, and we were in the club, we were at the old thing, and um, I was just there as a boy, like, like, I think it was my first time, and she was like, oh, there's Emory, and I remember she was wearing her, her pin-up black uh, hair that she has rolled, and I'm, that's what the vivid like, memory, and I always thought that Emory was a bitch. Really? From, From that moment, just because I judged by the book of the cover, cover like how she paints her face and how her makeup is, I never talked to her. But, but I was like, like I'm scared. scared. Like, like I was just like her persona. 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 And then, it, but China was like, oh, when I looked up to these people, because I'm like, okay, they've done this for so long, and I'm so new. Like I'm just going into my first club, like for the first time. So, I, as a matter of fact, talking to Amy, she's the sweetest little Yes. Like yeah, she is. You can say Stan. You can say Airhead. Sephora. Potential. I'm very happy. Where's Raul? Raul. Where's Raul? My wig is coming off. I need more glitter. Hi, Amory. We love you. So, like, just seeing a whole bunch of aspects of what San Antonio Dragon right. kind of helped me grow and kind of get my courage to do it too. So, a lot of different things. That's great. We were talking about web party. You, how many times did you do web party? I want to say twice. Web party is uh, a fundraiser for AIDS, right? San Antonio AIDS Foundation. Right, right, right. right. So, you've also done it multiple years. Yeah. Actually, they I did it, and then somebody new came on, and they said I had a potty mouth. Really? Like hosting it? Uh, no, it just perform. What? And then I'm like, I told them, I said, you know what? I've done web party for years. I've never, never done any songs that were dirty or have bad words or anything. You know, I know what to do when I do it, like out of the park or anything like that. And then I didn't perform for a while. Then I went back again and I did it. So yeah, I was doing it for a while and then they they banned me kind of because it was controversial that's so silly yeah that goes with, that goes with the professionalism aspect like you know when you need to have a potty mouth for fun or whatever or just talk to your friends like that's so ridiculous but yeah i think i did it i want to say two times i think you did it three or four i think i met you uh the coordination yes i was doing um the yes david and um uh cody yes yeah yeah there and I remember, there's, there's a video of us actually um, on Instagram that I have. I'll, I'll share it with you. And you have, you're interviewing everyone, and you're holding a dildo. <laughs> oh, I have it. I have it right now. It's in me right now. No wonder you're happy. She's, She's like, like, I'm, I'm so, so sorry, Tensha. <laughs> <laughs> but how many times have you done coordination? You did it for a while. I lost count. I think I, I have the, the badges somewhere out there. And I want to say 30, 30 years. And then I, I stopped. I, I didn't do one year because I quit the Pointless Sisters. The so, that's, that's, that, that was your court, right? right? The huh? point. That, that was your court. Is that what you? Is that what you called? Special entertainment. Special entertainment. And then we got a little tip, and I quit. And then I went separate for that year. And then other groups picking me up. You know, so then I started doing with them. And then I just got tired. I wanted to enjoy. I wanted to sit and watch it. Yeah, I mean, there were so many shows that I did, like like Coronation, like stuff, Web Party, Fiesta Frenzy, and it was always working. Like I was either spotlight or doing lights, and I was in the back making sure girls were where they needed to be to go on stage, and then like you miss a good show, like you miss it, and then so it's nice to 
sit, sit back, back and relax. Yeah, it's it's totally, totally different. different. Like, and, and nobody sees all the work back there. there. Like, like you said, you know, people, people just spotlight person, people just getting us. They don't see that. They just see entertainers. But there's all these people in the back. Like with Ray, too. We have all these people doing some things. But they don't see that. But, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's fun, fun sitting, sitting down and enjoying, enjoying the show. show. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I mean, with that being said, would you ever have your own court? I asked actually a while back, back and uh, they, what was the, what did he say? What did Jesse, Jesse say? say? Kind of like, like, oh, you have, have to start your things. things. So, so, but, but uh, yeah, yeah, I think then he goes, those people ahead of you, yada, yada, yada. I thought, okay, but I wouldn't mind doing my own. Mm-hmm. I would do it with you. What, what would you be called? What would you be called? Bitches. She's ready. Is yeah. There's no planning needed. We just need a group. Yeah. Approval in a group. I love that. I love that. Well, we are coming up to the end of our time. Do you have any more questions? For last minute stuff. Thank, thank you, you so much for coming. Oh, no, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you for allowing us to come over to record. Beautiful house, by the way. Yes. And to top it off before we go to our break, so we can do um, our new segment, Ask the Gays. Um, if you haven't come to San Antonio already, come on down from wherever you are. Uh, just visit downtown and the culture that is all around the city, and especially the nightlife that is the drag here in San Antonio. It is amazing. Bincha has been, been a part of it for years. years. We, we were a part of it for some short time, and we can say it's an amazing aspect. aspect. And thank, thank you so much again. Oh, for thank you. Appreciate it. We, we miss you guys too on the show. We might might do a one night only. Actually, somebody I can't say the name. Right. Talk about it. So like, we always we always talk about it. No, he said. Can I say it? Yeah, he said. Did he do like one show? Fuck yeah, we literally just had. This conversation about it, we were just like, we need to, we need China like to be on board. And the only reason why we're that's the problem is because that motherfucker has five jobs, and then all she does is bitch about having too many jobs. <laughs> and I hear about it because I live with it. Absolutely. Or, or is it filter? I don't know. Filter. Oh, Little face. Uh huh. Yeah. I see her looking in her mirror just in Snapchat. Well, what did you do? I'm not going to do it. Well, she'll be here in August. So she'll be here for two weeks. Yeah. She's coming on down. Yes. Yeah. So we'll we'll see when we can come down. Um, yeah. But you want to let our listeners know where they can find you? Here in my house? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want me to hear my house. I was at the bottom when the RuPaul Drag Race Girls show. And once in a while, I'll host Drag Me Once in a while. And then I do, once a month, I do pics of Drag Brunch. Love that. So, and where can they follow you? Um, to my house? <laughs> <laughs> to the ACI. Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit. I don't know. I Oh, Facebook, Tentelahefa, Instagram, Tentelahefa, what else do I have? Uh, I think uh, those are the only two. two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, I have, I have other ones, but I don't. Yeah, yeah but the ones that you can help out. For sure. So, again, come on down to San Antonio. See Thin Chassis, all the girls. Show some love to San Antonio because it's a place, like many other places, that needs it and has great Talent. And food. And oh god, get some good food. Talk to the locals and get some good food. <laughs> okay, well we're gonna be heading on out again. Thank you so much, Ten John. I'm very proud of you guys for doing that. So like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have you back in the near future. Yeah. Yeah. Always like recurring guests. Okay, okay, for sure. And I'll, I'll have the I'll have the beer next time. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna head on out. We're gonna take our break, and we'll be back for Ask the Haze. All right, Christian. Here we go. Bye.
And welcome back, everyone. And now we're getting ready to close our episode with the Ask the Gays advice column. Erin, take it away. It is a brand new column for our it show. Is. But yeah, let's go. We got two questions. Let's hit it on up because we got some uh, advice to give. Um, all right, here's my first question. Hi, everyone. I'm new here and I'm looking for some dating advice. Back when I was 2021, I was really, I was a really skinny twink and I didn't. M- I didn't wait. <laughs> and I don't mean this as a brag, but when I'd walk into the gay bar club, all the guys would turn their heads and look at me and think I was really attractive to the point where I was having four to five dates a week with a different guy each time. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm not even a picky person. I don't have a type at all, but everyone seems to only be interested in hooking up with me, but not dating me. What am I doing wrong? Okay, well, first of all, I want to say I love your confidence. (laughs) It's great. Absolutely. Um, Okay, here's my question. (laughs) What app are you using? Because if you don't know the apps, then that's what you're probably doing wrong, sir. My my favorite thing is literally... um, Did you hear that? That's me wheezing while I'm laughing. (laughs) Okay, I was like, what is this? The dunk lady. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> okay. It says to the point where I was having four to five dates a week with a different guy each. Also, did I'd you not have a job? A gay club. <laughs> All the guys would turn their heads to look at me. I think I was really attractive. I love your confidence, honestly, and I love that everybody was looking at you as soon as you walked in. Um, yes. That's Kudos. great, honestly. Kudos to you. Enjoy it because as you get older. <laughs> yeah, because uh, we don't know how old you are now. You just said back when I was. So you could be 22 now. Yeah. <laughs> and life could be different. <laughs> right. I walk um, to the club at LAX and they all turn their heads. We're, we're, getting, we're getting off track. <laughs> okay. Um, our advice. Okay. Yeah. Get off the apps. So, yeah, it depends Don't. on how you're meeting these guys. If you're saying you're, is, was he trying to say that he met him at the bar? Or is, yeah, okay, so are you meeting all these guys strictly at the bar, have your schedule out, and you're booking them four to five times <laughs> Not a week? Not or... taking a journal, <laughs> a calendar. He's like, when do you want to see me? Or are you... Uh, looking at all these guys, maybe you talk to a couple of them and you're like, okay, let's go have a quote unquote date. And to them, they just want to in the bedroom or right. in, I think in it your depends, car. Like, are you both on the same page that it's a date? Clearly romantic, they're not. Or is yeah. it a, well, I don't think you can have a date just to hook up. Like you just that's show up date. and like that's do a, the that, deed. That's going to get trade. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> What are you doing wrong? I don't think you're doing anything wrong. I think maybe you need to communicate better you need to make sure you um like Aaron said get off the apps for sure yeah that's or you can stay on the apps if you want to go ahead and meet you know five to six different guys a week yes but, but also set your boundaries like correct. really ask those guys that you're talking to what are you looking for or what is this that we're going to go do like am i coming to drop my pants and then leave or am are we going to 
go to Olive Garden and eat a lot of breadsticks and then well, go away without they're, they're sharing be a lot of salads. Not the salad. <laughs> you know the salad. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, I don't. Yeah, I agree. I don't think you're doing anything wrong. I just think you need to do better communication. Yes. Sorry, I had a disturbance in my room. If you heard that, dear no, listeners. Okay, good. Um, but it's a donkey lady. It is the donkey lady. She's in my room. <laughs> you took her back to, to ah! Florida. I know. I'm back in Florida now. <laughs> but anywho, yeah. Um, set your boundaries. You're not doing anything wrong. And just stop doing on so many dates. Stop. Just find yeah. one guy and see how it goes. <clears throat> I think dating multiple people, like at the same time, that's a little exhausting. I think you oh, need to give your time to one person and all your time and energy to that one person and see if it works out. And if it doesn't, move on. You take a little break and move on to the next one. But I think dating all five to six different guys a week, like that's a lot of work. Mentally yeah, like you don't, you don't even physically. know anything about them. No, you don't. And I feel like maybe if you keep dating like these many guys a week, yeah. like you're going to sound repetitive, you know, trying to, oh, you know, asking those like, you know, first day questions like, where did you live and are you from here? What are your hobbies? Like, I think your answers are going to be very like robotic just because, you know, if you're dating four to five different guys a week and you're saying the same answers to everyone, I think you're going to maybe sound a little boring. Does that make sense, Aaron? No, it absolutely does. Do absolutely. you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I don't think... I just think it's too much. He just needs to stop and just do one or let them come naturally. Right. Yeah. Well... I agree. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. Um, hope what we can say helps you out. And uh, I wish you the best. Christian, would you like to read your very long question? It is a really long one. I have been really conflicted about some issues that have arose in my relationship during the past week, and I would love to receive some feedback about it. Sure, that's what we're here for, right, Aaron? I mean, yes, this is the point of asking the gays. <laughs> okay. Basically, I've been dating this guy since mid-November, and a couple of weeks ago, he left the country for a family reason for basically a week and a half. During this time, we still kept in contact basically every day, but after Christmas, I noticed a progressive reduction in the amount of messages he sent me and the frequency with he which he replied. Okay. <laughs> now I understand that holidays are busy and he had to balance both work and personal life. I didn't really make that big of a deal out of it. A couple of days ago, he came back and we spent the whole day and night together. Everything was great, and he was the loveliest, but today, once again, I could feel some sort of distance in the texting realm. Do you think it's more of a me problem, reading too much into how he's texting? Or do you think there are some issues that should be brought up? Okay. Um, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, hmm. I'm definitely a person that um, notices someone's texting patterns. Yeah, me too. And especially, I think it's the Gemini in us that when definitely, when like you're especially um, talking to someone brand new and you're like, okay, I kind of like this guy, like I've or a girl, and I'm just meeting them and we're hanging out, we're having a good time, like no, no, like nothing sexual, like you're going on dates, you're doing fun things, and then you're picking up their texting pattern and then they're off of it. You're like, oh no, oh no, they're leaving. Oh no, this is not it. And so, <laughs> honestly, Aaron, I can relate to this a lot. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's hard to say See, that because we don't know anything. We don't know what's going on in his. No, mind. don't. Um, and all you have to do, literally, like we just said on the other question, is communicate better. Um, t- tell him, be like, hey, you know, these are my needs. Like, I noticed that your patterns, your texting patterns, are becoming different, and I'm worried that our relationship might be in trouble. Like, are we okay? Are we good? You know, sometimes people are are busy and they cannot text all the time, right? Absolutely. And maybe you need that confirmation, like, hey, uh, for example, like, uh, I'm that kind of person who, like, I love to text all the time. And I love knowing that we're communicating even when we're both, like, apart. And it's, it's it should be a conversation that you and your partner have, right? Um if you need that constant reassurance that everything's fine, I think maybe like a weekly checkup should be good for both of you guys, right? What do you think? Oh, Aaron? absolutely. No, I think that's a good thing. Um, <clears throat> just be, just communicate that you are, um, like you feel. You, I don't want you. To, I don't want you to necessarily say like I feel something's wrong because in that I feel like that will piss people off. Right, and not only that, but if you are asking yourself if what if he's doing this, what if blah blah blah. What if you're asking yourself, what if that's all in your head and you really need to get out of your head, you're You're creating fake scenarios in your head and you're going to end up breaking your own heart. That is definitely what would be happening. So trust me, I've done that myself. You just need to open up to open up to this person. I'm going to look back and see if they had that longer relationship. Yeah, because what I'm thinking about is like if. You know, some people don't want to be close to their phone. Sometimes they're working. Sometimes they just don't want to be around the phone. Sometimes they get a lot of notifications. But I think it should you should also ask your partner, like, hey, you know, if you're really busy with work, just let me know. Hey, I'm really busy at work. I'll text you when I can. I'm If I'm not being... Annoying. Right. I've not <laughs> been annoying you with all my messages. <laughs> like, I usually are, like... You know, everything's fine. I'm just busy. And I'll talk to you once again once, you know, I'm I'm free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think having that like, communication. Hey, I, I, yeah, uh-huh. I think the key is communication is key. I think that's really the answer to this. And also letting him know your needs. Like, if you personally need him to text you all the time, you need yeah. to tell him what's going on. Be like, hey, I just need to, I need you. This is what I need, Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, and of yes. course if he's busy or whatever maybe he'll be like he, you guys can come to like an agreement in in the middle where like he can still have not his phone on him but also give you the space the the attention that you crave right or need yes uh-huh. that's a good way of saying that right that's what i can mm-hmm. that's all i can think of i mean yeah that's it's pretty straight yeah, because we don't there's a lot of things in this and both of these questions that we don't know. And so it's right. hard to give an in-depth answer. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we can both agree that communication is key and for sure being open to both sides of your um, party, like both also, questions in general. Right. And also like really telling your partner what you need from them. Cause you know, they can't read your fucking mind. Like if you need them to text you, like you need to communicate that with them. Right. Yes. And whatever answer they give you, then you go ahead and work on that. Like if he tells you, I can't text you all the time or whatever, that's between you guys. But at least like 
they're aware of what your needs are. At least they know. At least and then they, they can know. do what they need with that. Right. Wow. Those, these were easy ones. I feel like last week's was really hard. Yeah, they were really complicated. Last week. <laughs> yeah. Well, we wish you both the best. And thanks for uh, submitting your questions. Uh, we hope to hear back from you. And if there's any progress um, in the near future. And uh, Christian, that was that's a wrap for the uh, episode 13. Yay. Yes, that was a really yes. fun so, episode. It really was. So genuine. And Dencha was such a wonderful guest to have on the show. Also, what a beautiful home, by the way. Yes, her home is stunning. We've been there many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. And she's remodeled the whole thing, her and her husband. So Yeah, we literally parked and we're like, um, is, is this, this it? it? <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, yeah, this uh, we ripped this out. That's ripped out. We moved this. These are new windows. And we're like, oh, God. Yeah, she was like, we extended this, 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 and this. We added this. We took that away. We're like, what? Oh, within yeah, like but... less than a year. Good for them. Absolutely. And I was recording this earlier in Texas, and now I'm finishing it up in Florida. So Okay. Hello. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> let's get this show ended. Thank you all again so much for joining us. Don't forget subscribe to the channel uh, via Apple podcast or Spotify or even the anchor app. If you're on there and um, let's see if you have not followed our Instagram, please do so the show's Instagram at drinks tea podcast. And then Christian and I's separate Instagrams. Give us a follow as well, where you can also see any updates about the show. If you have any, if you want to email us any comments, concerns or obligations, the email is in the bio. Or your questions. Or if you would like to email us your questions, that'd be great because we have questions, but you know what? They're going to run out sometimes too. <laughs> so if you have some questions you want advice on uh, for two gay pe- two gay guys, um, go ahead and submit them via DM or email. Email would probably be better so we can keep organized. Honestly. Yes. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, all right, everyone. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.